Hello, I'm Phil Svitek, 360 Creative Coach, and this episode is sort of a self-reflective episode, and I invite you to really consider what I'm going to discuss, and that is, is there a fine line between living responsibly and YOLO, which, if you don't know, stands for you only live once, aka, like, live your fullest and best life, right? And I've been thinking a lot about that of, you know, do you just throw caution to the wind or do you live very responsibly and, you know, kind of sacrifice otherwise fun, even though, you know, you only do live once sort of thing? Um, Well, that's what's been on my mind. And so I'm going to sort of explore how I've been thinking about it and, and how to approach it, which hopefully may be a benefit, but... Um, either way, I encourage you to really think about it and uh, more so share your thoughts in the comment section. I would love to kind of, you know, open this up as opposed to just like me saying definitively, here's how it is, right? Now, before I fully get into things though, I would like to take the opportunity to invite you to subscribe if you haven't already, that we get all the various lessons and episodes that I put out right when I put them out. Thank you if you just did and thank you for already work. It truly does mean a lot to me as I hope it does to you. So, Let's get into this, right? You know, the interesting part for me and, and where I think the basis of all of this really should start is what matters to you. Because I think, you know, you only live once becomes this aspect of peer pressure, right? Where it's an external force, whether a direct force like a friend saying, hey, come on, YOLO, right? Like, hey, let's go out drinking, YOLO, or let's go skydiving, YOLO, you know, or, you know, whatever it may be, right? It's a form of peer pressure to do something that may seem a little bit scary or financially costly, things of that nature, right? Um, Or just society in general saying like, you know, just through marketing and and um, just media and so forth, this idea, uh, you know, even if we can't consciously be aware of it, but it's like this this benevolent sometimes force, you know, pushing us to do X, Y, and Z, you know, of like, hey, get this, you know, like like an advertisement for a fancy expensive car. Um, it might not outright say like you only live once, but that's probably the subtext or whatever of like, hey, you'll look cool with this car. And it's like, shouldn't you buy this, right? So that sort of messaging is all out there, you know, on social media and so forth. And again, it, it, it it's not that it's necessarily malicious. Obviously, they're just trying to do what they need to in order to sell that product. Um, but we sort of buy into it. And certainly... You know, now with social media and things like that, there's so much discussion of, you know, the, the sort of fake lives that people do lead to put out a front um, and on social media, ironically, because they feel pressure from others that they need to keep up with the Joneses, to use an older term, right? So that's why for me, the starting position is what matters to you, right? Because if you only live once, wouldn't you want to do the things that matter to you, right? As opposed to anyone else saying what you should be doing in any of this. What is it, what is, what is it that you want to be doing, right? So that's 
a big, big starting position. And, you know, I think it's a very meditative form of this. And that's why I say it's a very self-reflexive because, you know, outside of, you know, having some downtime where there's none of this pressure, where, you know, things are really quiet, like literally turn off all the TVs, shut shut off all the noise as much as possible, like really make it as an, a seclusive experience as you can. So that way you can really consider that question and give it the thought that it requires. What matters to you? Right? And, you know, when you think about that, now you start to get the answers. And so that way, now you can use that as the barometer when when sometimes... You know, someone says to you, like, hey, let's do this. You kind of know your values, right? That's the important part. And, you know, the irony is for me, like, when I was starting this sort of exploration, you know, I was, I was really thinking about it from the stand, financial standpoint, And the irony was that it was all right there in front of me because I'm a board member on the Financially Fit Foundation, which teaches to to spend in alignment with your values, not your ego, right? It's the save method. And that's why it's so interesting to me. I was like, sometimes we already know the answers and we're kind of like looking in other places. But I digress. The the point being is that, yeah, the first step is to identify those core values for yourself. Uh, So that way the external forces aren't, you know, pushing you any which way. And it doesn't mean to say that like, okay, you know, let's say, let's just take skydiving, right? Because I've used that sort of thing before. Let's say someone invites you to go skydiving and, you know, skydiving wasn't on your quote-unquote list, but being adventurous and trying out extreme sports is. Okay, well, skydiving certainly falls into that category. So, yes, it is in alignment with your core sort of foundation, even if you didn't specifically identify skydiving as that thing. But if it's not inherent to those central aspects, then it becomes very easy to say no, right? In a way, the idea is to eliminate thousands of small decisions by making, you know, this quote-unquote one major decision, right? And so it prevents you from having to think. And I'm a big advocate of that, you know, eliminating these thousands of instances where your brain has to go to work because, you want to save that for the creative stuff, for what you want to be doing, to, to, to remain present, um, where you're not tired out all the time um, from decision fatigue. And instead, you've already made that decision, right? Um, and so, it, in an odd sense, it all really begins from there. Now, of course, living responsibly um, in many ways, refers to the financial aspect. And, you know, that side of it, um, you know, there's a lot of steps involved. Um, 
and, and a lot of good habits that I don't think people are ultimately taught and hence why they refer to, you know, YOLO, like who cares, right? Um, and especially, especially sort of in the day and age that we're living in, and that's why I really started thinking about this was because like, okay, any moment there could be a market crash, there could be a pandemic. It's like, we're really not guaranteed anything tomorrow uh, in terms of stability. <laughs> um, and, you know, also we are mortal beings. And as much as we like to live, to think that we, can, we will live to 100, and I, I wish we all would, you know, tragedy strikes at any moment, whether through disease or, you know, random acts of, you know, whatever. And um, so, yeah, I think we, I think there is a component to making the most of every single moment that you can. And yet it doesn't have to be divorced from that sense of responsibility, right? Because when you can do it in that responsible way, um, financially and otherwise, then it all works in your favor because it allows you that that longevity to, you know, not just do it once necessarily, but, you know, have it as more of a way of life, right? So that's how I've been approaching this. And I know it's very broad, and this is certainly a very deep and personalized topic. Um, but yeah, I mean, as far as at least a jumping off point, this is my jumping off point. And what I would encourage you, um, if this aligns with you, is to look into the Financially Fit Foundation, right? So it's a nonprofit. FinanciallyFitFoundation.org is the website, and there's all kinds of free resources. And in fact, the workshops that we do offer are completely free, right? Um, and as I said, when I first began thinking about this, I wasn't trying to get to, I wasn't reverse engineering this to get to this end position, but that's where I got to. And and I say this as someone who's been through the program and one of the reasons why I'm able to continue making the art that I can and really living my best life is because of the financial stability that the Financially Fit Foundation has bestowed upon me, right? So that was their gift to me and that's why I became a board member of theirs because I really saw the value and wanted to spread this and it's just very incredible to kind of consider that um, the fabric of that is very much ingrained into everything that I do rather than it just being this separate thing that's, you know, nice to volunteer for, um, you know, or whatever, right? Like it's, it's, it's not that. It is something completely different and, and just grand and, and incredible, um, which is a whole separate sort of thing of how things we do in life sort of all work in tandem or at least we should try to see them that way and, and you know make them that way but that's another topic for another day I've given you enough to think about uh, ponder and as I said at the top I would love to hear from you with your thoughts any questions you might have 
So please share them down below or hit me up on social media at PhilSweetTech. Uh, thank you as always. I truly do appreciate it. Uh, if you think you might benefit more from direct interaction, well, there is, of course, my coaching, which is available to you. The link is down in the description box. Or if you want to kind of dip your toe in to see what it all may be about, how I can help, well, there's my Patreon, patreon.com slash There's various tiers of support. And, you know, we get to interact that way. So that is available to you. And as I sort of made mention just a tiny bit that I have my own stuff out there, books, movies, merchandise, and so forth, that is available to you. And, you know, you might be curious. Um, I think they're, they're great works of art. Uh, and supporting that stuff helps support this because by that being self-sufficient, then I get to create more of it and thus learn and share freely those ideas here with you to make your creative journey at least a little bit easier. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, and I'll see you next time.